The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie? I just went big time playing high five casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at highfivecasino.com. High five casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High five casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, iHeart listener. We have a confession to make. Both iHeart and this commercial you're listening to right now would probably sound a heck of a lot better on the new Roku Pro Series TV. It's got side-firing speakers that fill your room with sound, Dolby Atmos audio that puts you right in the middle of the entertainment, and the ability to pair seamlessly with your home theater sound systems that already have surround sound and booming bass. If all that sounds too good to be true, it'll sound even better on the new Roku Pro Series. Your hearing isn't better. Your TV is. Hi, guys. Welcome to another episode of Horrible Decisions. Today's show is sponsored by BlackWomenInLasVegas.com. And no, it's not a dating app. I thought it was an, is it an escort it site. It is not an escort site either. BlackWomenInLasVegas.com is an online directory of everything a black woman in Las Vegas needs. Whether you live there or you're visiting. And this actually works out well for me because, bitch, before I went there on Memorial Day weekend, I was trying to get my weave done. I feel like that's the one thing that we would recruit for. Seriously. (laughs) Well, visiting Vegas for Mayweather versus McGregor fight and need somewhere to get your face beat? Want to know which club or pool will be the hot spot? Or do you want to support the large number of black female entrepreneurs, talent, and professionals in Sin City? Visit blackwomeninlasvegas.com and follow them on Instagram and Facebook at Black Women in Las Vegas. Black women in Las Vegas because we matter. <laughs> um, and that is my friend. Yeah, that, that is um, a, a close friend of mine. And she's setting up to where when black professionals, black women come to Las Vegas, they kind of have somewhere to go, kind of somewhere to. It's such a popular all- like city but you wouldn't think like maybe no, I, I like, say, like where do you go get your like weekend weekend. trip now like Royal weekend and all these other weekends uh, right and like i said i went fights. there needed my hair done so you went there for I, sex but shut up i went there to turn up <laughs> anyways guys welcome to yet another episode of horrible decisions i'm your girl mandy b and i'm wheezy <laughs> and we have ella <laughs> and we have a i had to get it out i get that all the time <laughs> really yes I guess an umbrella, Ella. <laughs> well, just like me, a man, duh. Why do I still get that from my name? Really? Girl, like like we're in second grade. People always think they're very original. <laughs> <laughs> Not original okay. at all. Well, guys, um, we're back. I guess we'll update a little bit. So Wheezy is just getting back from goddamn Europe yet again um, with Loverboy. Do you want to briefly update our listeners on how that trip went? Was it better than Italy? Like, how was it? So to me, it was way better than Italy. So uh, we were both on a vacation in Italy. And I feel like maybe because we were just getting to know each other that time, I was doing just too much. You know, I was like, I even caught myself posing at one point when I was waiting for the bathroom. (laughs) And now I went to where he's from and, you know, kind of just checked out like friends, family introduced me to the place. And it was just so much better because I was like way more chill. Um so funny little story. I'm allergic to eggs, and uh, he has a, a restaurant. Um, and uh, I'm just so embarrassed about this story. I'm sorry. I'm getting shy. So I'm allergic to eggs, and all he wanted to do was make sure 100 percent that I wouldn't fucking eat eggs. <laughs> so he had the chef because I've never had a cupcake make me cupcakes specially without oh. eggs, and he was super excited. We were talking about it for like a fucking week and a half he's like oh my god they're gonna be great you're gonna have cupcakes i'm like oh my god everything's new with you anal and cupcakes (laughs) Um, (laughs) so we get to the restaurant i'm super excited and it's really nice and uh you know we're we're sitting down with some family and his friends and um he's saying it over again i can hear him saying the word in his language like no fucking egg so there's bread on the table and it's french bread which generally doesn't have eggs so i'm having a bite of it and when i tell you i had one bite and I could feel my throat. And I'm looking at him and I'm like, um, is there egg in my martini? Is there any egg wash? She's like, no, I told you. I made the recipe. There's no egg in this. There's no egg in this. It's in your, I don't know if you said it's in my head or what. I'm like, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. 
I'm trying to walk very daintily to the bathroom. And next second I get in there, I'm like, <laughs> like <laughs> so bad. So I come back, fucking face flush. I sit back down and I'm like, maybe it's my nerves, right? <laughs> so I'm looking at him again. I'm like, you know, I, I actually had a dream that I had eggs, um, you know, before I got here. And I'm just, I'm just kind of wondering, like, do you think there's any? No, there's no egg. So finally he goes, finds out that they put egg wash on the bread to make it shiny. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I need to go. Because, right, I'm like literally going to shit my pants. And I don't want to tell him. And he's like, you want me to go with you? I don't want you to be sick. I'm like, no, 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 don't go. <laughs> no shit. I don't, don't come with me. <laughs> so and his apartment is like two minutes away, right? He hands me the keys. You want me to go? No. I'm like, I don't even know if I have my jacket, bro. I'm walking down the street. All right. People are staring at me. It's like, um, it's more like up north, like Baltic. So it's like 930 at night and it's still bright outside. Dude, I'm throwing up in the corner. We can't even make it to the apartment. People are looking at me like, what the fuck happened to this bitch? <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm not drunk. I'm just sick. <laughs> When she gets that way with eggs. Bro. Oh, my God. So then he's, like, texting me like crazy. I'm so sorry. You want me to come back? No. Just fucking stay there. Dude, I was so scared. I didn't know what the apartment would smell. I do what vomit smells like. So now, because it's his brand new apartment, he just moved into his apartment, and I, you know, this is someone I'm dating, I wanted to be nice. I'm embarrassed. I'm literally throwing up with a fucking paper towel in my hand and scrubbing down the top. Oh, God. It was really bad. Well, it, but it, was, it was a good He came home overall? with cupcakes and ate the you- fuck out of my pussy. <laughs> So oh. I was like, this is a really good, sorry. Head and cupcakes. I'll, yeah. I'll take that. That's a great way to end the night. But it was awesome. It was just hanging out, massages, casino. We both love to gamble. Um, we made some great porn. Let me just show you this one clip. Ella, we don't want to really see sorry. your porn every time we it's come to the studio, It's a great bro. picture. How sick is this Look. outfit? It's like fifth element, but like slut. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's my anal plug in the corner and a little spit coming down from his mouth. But it was fun. And I bought a tripod for us, you know. I was like, babe, you know, I'm always, like, making videos for you. Finally, we can just, we can have some good shit. We can, you know. Oh, God. And we did. They're, like, five-minute-long videos. Normally, they're 30 seconds because the other person wants to let go so they can fuck. So I was really excited. This is awesome. I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum right now. I do want to let you listeners know that you guys will now be joining me on my journey of abstinence. Um, I've had just too much mediocre dick you said lately. This when we first started, the I know. Show, well, and I was. I I went a month without dick, and everyone was like, "Bro, did you're... you just hear that abstinence?" I went a month without dick, <laughs> bro. <laughs> and everyone was like, "You're so boring. You need dick." Weezy has all these stories. When are you gonna have one? And then I literally just went through a nice little set where I was like, "I've been getting some dick, but it's been very just mediocre." And except for twenty four seven, which I, we're on a every six week thing right now, and I just can't deal with it. He's never in town. Like, oh, so it's stressful. So I'm to the point now where even though I do have all these dicks in my phone that are available, <laughs> I don't enjoy being around any of them. It's one of those where there are dicks to come over, but I don't want the dicks to talk. Just pull out the dick, put it in and go. And I don't want those relationships anymore. So I'm about to be abstinent until I can find someone who I actually enjoy I hate being when around. I get sappy like this, but I, know, it's I feel really you bad because The best part of my weekend life. was watching Cheetos. I mean, watch, watching a movie and eating Cheetos together naked. That's what I'm saying. Like, and so Do you know how embarrassing life? that is? They're like, Hashtag wow, you flew 15 hours away. I'm like, oh my God, we cuddled and ate cupcakes right. and Cheetos. What the fuck? You know how embarrassing this is? We're going to literally get, <laughs> people are going to click off the show now. Yeah. Well, that's where I'm at, guys. Abstinence. I'll let you guys know. When I have sex again, a um, if it's a month, it doesn't count. Bro, this a month drought. counts because if I like the guy, it's the a drought. Is it's over. not you being abstinent. Well, I, I the abstinence sounds a lot more convincing. Anyways, guys, are you fucking wel- anyone? Else? Welcome me I on am. my journey. And this is our guest, so um, <laughs> I guess she's our segue into Usher and Herpes. I guess that's how she said she wanted to. Int- really? Her. Like that was, uh, well, kind of, not really. Kind I'm of. the herpes consultant. There we this, go. On this rumor of yeah, <laughs> things. So let our listeners know. First of all, I know how I'll see Mara because I stalked you. Thank you. But all of our listeners have not stalked you stalk. yet. <laughs> Can you let our listeners know who you are, what you do? Just a little bit. Yeah, sure. So my name's Ella. I am uh, internet famous for having herpes, I guess is really the bluntest way to put that. Um, I, I'd always been a sex writer. I wrote erotica in college. I'd always been fascinated by sexual health in general and then shockingly contracted an STD in college and had like a lovely little mini meltdown of like maybe all the conservatives are right and like I shouldn't be having sex. That lasted like five minutes. And, um, and I realized like herpes is so ridiculously common and there's this huge inflated stigma about it and so I wrote one article for (laughs) women's health and it went 
insanely viral on the internet was picked up by washington post and yahoo news and like huffington post and all these places and buzzfeed and everything Mm -hmm. so overnight i went from like maybe i should write about herpes and how common it is and then it was like fuck if you google me google's like did you mean ella dawson like like it's done like overnight face of herpes did you ever regret it at one point when it got that big Oh, sure. Because it's when you become viral like that, it is terrifying because it's so much attention at once. And even Mm. even if none of it is negative and most of it was super, super positive at the beginning, like there were so many people messaging me on Facebook and like finding my email and sending me their stories. And it was like I had unlocked something and suddenly there was an avalanche of people being like, me too. Right. And that's petrifying. And I was 22. Like I was a baby. Like it was a lot. So, so I, yeah, it was I, a wild I, ride. I how read long the article. That? Yeah, well, yeah. Explain. How old are you now? I am 25 now. So okay. I'm, still, I'm still a baby, but I was even more of a baby. And so that was like two years ago. That was April um, 2000. I don't know what year it is. 2015. Were you? Because tw- um, Mandy mentioned, oh, my God, she's only 23 when we were watching your TED Talks. You mm-hmm. were 23 then. So I, yeah, I gave my, my TEDx talk um, like a month before my 24th birthday. Okay. okay. So, yeah. Um, so that was last April. I'm a May baby. So, it was um, so great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. And I told her, I was like, bro, it's only 16 minutes. If you don't find the time to watch this <laughs> shit before she comes on the show, like, I'm not going to have you on with her. Um, so you. I want you to explain because I read the article and um, again, with the TED Talks, you say that herpes is, asso- is associated with people who are dirty or promiscuous or yes. people who have a ton of sex we you definitely can- got it <laughs> <laughs> like a hundred percent my god two or three strains of it who knows um, can you have more so what was your sex life like when you found out mm-hmm. you caught it and can you share the story of when you caught it, like where you were in your yeah. life, what you were doing sexually. Sure. So I was a big old slut in college. I had a ton of fun. I was super into casual sex, not excessively, but like more than a girl is supposed to. Because so were we you live saying? in this. And I was, yeah. I had always used condoms. I had never had unprotected sex um, oh, wow. at all. Yeah. And I was kind of like the asshole in my friend group who like gave out condoms and worked for Planned Parenthood and would like yell <laughs> oh my at God, my I love you. <laughs> yeah. And I remember like a few years before I got diagnosed, a friend came to me and was like, I really prefer having sex without condoms. And I like reamed him a new one being like, you're going to get herpes. And then a few years later, I was like, so uh, I'm really sorry that I was such a dick. <laughs> um, but anyway, no, I was super safe, but I, I was having a lot of casual sex and I wound up meeting somebody falling super hard like we we're spending every day together and we were using protection um, but three weeks into our relationship I had an outbreak of genital herpes and I was very surprised um, and he immediately like he had been super sweet and charismatic and wonderful and immediately it was like Jekyll and Hyde of like I knew I shouldn't have dated somebody like you like this is all your fault and was like, it from him well, well you know. I you wouldn't know. Yeah, it's hard to prove, but I found out after the fact that he was very unfaithful to other girlfriends and just was like not a great character. And I wouldn't be surprised. But at the time I was like, OK, I'm the sex writer. I must have been carrying this. Like, I'm so sorry I gave this to you. Like, I just took You're the sex writer. For what? It. I well, I was writing about sex like that was a huge part of my life. And I was like, OK, I must have had this. I didn't I didn't even think that he might have given it to me. OK, gotcha. so it was a whole like whodunit kind of dramatic. Right. Millennial I almost want to point out. I just love that. Um, just to backtrack, we had an, um, a, a sex worker, an escort on our last show mm-hmm. who's like never gave oral sex without a condom. You were writing about sex and sleeping with a bunch of people and yeah. always use condoms. And there's always this stigma that promiscuous women or open free women are just mm-hmm. like super unsafe and all over the place. Like, I just love that you're like, no, condom, 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 condom. Yeah, I had never had sex without a condom um, <coughs> for years and years and years. And then I got diagnosed and then I got an IUD and I started I was in like a serious um, committed relationship with somebody and we just stopped using condoms and that was so this was well after I got diagnosed and it was something that we talked about how did you break it to him like that you had it and what was his reaction my the later boyfriend or who which is the, any, any boyfriend <laughs> it, it, really any boyfriend that you've mm-hmm. had um you were diagnosed and you're still yes. not you have a normal dating life yeah. you're, you've had relationships clearly more than one yeah um and they're okay with having sex with you so how do you open up to somebody and say, listen, this is what I have. And mm-hmm. how do they re- receive it? 
Yeah, so the good thing about being internet famous for having herpes is, is I'm very <laughs> rarely on a date and they don't already know. Oh, like, even, okay. like, I'm even now on Tinder and it'll get to the point, like, where oh God, stop. we're chatting <laughs> and then, like, before we actually meet up for drinks, he'll be like, just want to let you know, like, I Googled you and I think what you do is great. And, like, <laughs> it's already, like, taken care of. And um, I, have a, I have a first date tomorrow with somebody who um, I oh, met on Tinder. Are. Yeah, hey. it'll be fun. Uh, hey. Hopefully. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help it. But it's like he... my root for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> my cheerleader. But um, but I I was really nervous about breaking the news because of all this Usher stuff. It's like it's I've been feeling more down on myself for it. And the way that oh. I broke the ice about it was I was like, so I'm going on this podcast. I'm gonna talk about about herpes and all this. And he's like, why are you like the consultant they're bringing on? And I was like. Well, <laughs> oh, um, I have it, and I write about it, and I gave a TEDx talk about it, and he, like, you could see, like, the read receipt came up, and then a few minutes later, he's like, that's really interesting. Is that, like, a, what, is, how does that impact your dating life? And I was like, well, like, condoms, I guess, but otherwise, but like, that it's doesn't... usually, I was like, it's usually a conversation I have, like this one, at the beginning of a relationship, and then it becomes irrelevant when somebody realizes that two and three people have the strain that I have, and he's like, oh, yeah. And I think it's like ninety percent have the other strains, right? All together. Oh yeah, it's like eighty yeah. percent of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah it's I looked super up, high. When I got, t- got tested, it just says normal, um, and then like the little less than symbol. Yeah, like so a, the, yeah. everyone has a strain in them, um, and that's mm-hmm. why um, I do want to let you guys know that 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 are listening, that <clears throat> Ella is not uh, an MD, so we're not going yes. to be able to provide medical advice for you. However, get on Google, look it up. Um, that's what she did. Um, she actually says. You know, and this is what I wanted to bring up um, in your TED Talk, and I'd love to bring it um, to the show, is mm-hmm. the misconceptions. You named three. Yes. And I wanted to talk about those because as you were saying them, I was like, yes, bitch. Yes, bitch. Yes. <laughs> it, cl- bitch, clearly you ain't watched the video. I I'm did. I'm fuck you up. But I so, also had to pretend to work. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can we list those again for the followers like i know one was just the education of it blah blah blah. like what we receive in school oh, that where, was the one where the stigma comes where from? the stigmas come from yes sure yeah so we can start with that with school like most of us i received abstinence only sex education me too okay. just don't yeah. have sex i think most if you of have us sex you're gonna did. die and get pregnant exactly like- <laughs> and even if you did get more comprehensive sex like sure you might have been taught how to put a condom on a banana but you really weren't given great information about stds it was just like very scary photos <laughs> and like yeah misinformation and really scary shit and it was you know when you google not, it now it's like whoa it's horrifying yeah, it's terrible. like it's not a fun google don't do google image like <laughs> don't. just don't do that to yourself that's, that's just gonna drive you insane but no so i when we have that terrible sex ed we're not taught anything about if you do get it or here's how to talk to your partner about it or here's how to get tested Absolutely. it's just like you better not fucking get an std <laughs> yeah. like, that's it that's because that's end the, the end of your life that's the end of your life yeah right. and so when you do get diagnosed if you get diagnosed or if your partner does or if someone discloses to you your brain just goes to that panic space of like, I'm going to die. Like, this is it. This is the end of my life. No one's ever going right. to touch me again. And you're not given any information about how common it is, how to actually protect yourself. Like, mm-hmm. condoms, yes. Dental dams, things like that when you're having oral sex. Like, being smart about that. Oral sex is one of the biggest ways that herpes is transmitted. Like, it's it's something to think about. And right. there's just so much inf- misinformation coming from sex ed, which is not sex ed. It's abstinence. It's like, it's not helpful. So absolutely, that's number one. Um, and yeah, I hate abstinence education. I will like go off on that forever. Um, <laughs> yes, you're like really feeding my activist <laughs> no, soul seriously. right now. I get seriously. pissed. I actually nearly was suspended from my high school for giving out condoms in my abstinence class. Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, because I was like, I'm a Planned Parenthood rep, and according to the House of Representatives, this this education leads to like XYZ rates of teen pregnancy, and I started giving out condoms. Okay. And the oh, teacher yeah. was just like looking, it was like a volleyball coach being like, you need to stop, or I will send you to the headmaster's office. It was a whole fucking thing. You're like, I am the headmaster. Um, and that's why so i i like took all the condoms back and i was like my my locker's in the theater wing it's unlocked help yourself and within a few weeks like all of the bros at my school knew me because they would come and be like do you know i still have those condoms so fuck people are scared to like go i mean think about a small town they don't want to fucking go to cbs and get caught up yeah i just actually so i'm having this weird sinus thing going on with my ears i don't know where this is going no well this is it was so funny so (laughs) I go to pick up my prescription because I have like really bad sinus with my ear, my throat. And at this point I'm looking up throat things. There's this new gonorrhea strain. I'm just like, yep. oh shit, I did just swallow last week. I'm scared. So, <laughs> so I go to the damn doctor to make sure everything's okay. Piss in a cup, you know, all that stuff. Um, and so I get a prescription, an antibiotic for my ear. And when I go, it's a $10 fucking minimum on the debit card. 
bitch i got medicaid my (laughs) right so my my prescription only a dollar so i'm like shit what am i gonna get i said you know what go ahead and give me a pack of condoms the guy at the store was so happy he said come here come here i give you the big pack he gives me (laughs) no and you know why he's like i even give you discount he was like i gotta get rid of these shits nobody buys condoms wow swear to god and he's like, listen, here's my card. I'll deliver your prescription. Hell, I'll deliver oh, condoms. He said, I'll deliver condoms. <laughs> I want to deliver dick at this point, man. No, well, no, he was, no, but he was really nice. He was like, yo, like, they get expired and, you know, he pays yeah. for it. It's inventory. Oh, There's an expiration expired. date on wow. it. So he's like, I'll give you the big pack. He gave me, like, the big pack. He, he took off almost $3. So I have now, I a, ten, I have now a 10 pack of condoms. Um, which mind you made me Damn get it, judged abstinent, because of course well of course that night I, I have sex so i go to pull them out i got the kind that candy suggested the 40 percent thinner trojan so i go to pull that out the nigga's like well do you have magnums i actually did in my purse from <laughs> another time so now he's like wait you even had options of condoms <laughs> <laughs> so i'm just I like do, but i like, have a sex but story. it's so it's funny that you say that because yeah like he literally was like people don't buy condoms and you just said people are ashamed to buy condoms at cvs it's like a stigma like how pe- how girls feel when they go to buy tampons for the first time because mm-hmm. they're bleeding i think my yeah. old roommate ordered them on amazon it's so crazy so okay so, so you handed those out so sex ed abstinence bro it's bullshit you can still apparently get herpes even with a condom yep. um, which a lot of people don't know it's the skin it's to skin. skin it's skin contact it's not fluid so if you're if you're snuggling and and if somebody is is like it's called asymptomatic viral shedding, oh which is God. a horrible term, but it means it's it's not that common, but there, or it is. I heard you mention the wrestling match. Yeah, it's, uh, well, wrestling is a whole other thing, but um, <laughs> you can you can transmit herpes if you're not having an outbreak. Like it's it's something like oh. 10% of the time you can. Um, okay. And that, that rate goes down the longer that you've had herpes. And for me, like I, my last outbreak was two years ago. Like I'm not really that concerned about giving somebody herpes, but yeah, you can get it from like vigorous rubbing if you want to. Now, <laughs> two like, years ago. It's a whole thing. You said your outbreak, last outbreak was two years ago, so you're mm-hmm. not, what? Is the frequency of an outbreak? So, are you dormant now? What What would or or yeah. or is just really your body? Yeah. Really, right, right. <laughs> it's your body. Yeah. For me, like I had my first outbreak three weeks after getting it. I had a really bad immune system. I'm not the healthiest person in your general. Your first one was your only one. So I had my second one. Um, so I've had two, and my second one was two years after that. And I was working um, a really crazy conference in a different time zone. And my body was just like, "Where are you? Like, what is going on? This is so stressful." And I had an outbreak because of stress in my body. Okay. And my body just freaked out, and I probably won't have another one, honestly, because it's I have HSV one, which is um, usually associated with oral herpes, but you can have it genitally. But it tends to just be a bit milder. And as a result, I'm probably not likely to have another one anytime soon unless there's like a body trigger. But yeah, it's pretty chill for me. I got lucky. I got like the the lazy strain of herpes. No wonder okay. you're telling everybody. <laughs> right. So yeah, H- it's ironic. Like it does not impact my life except that it's now like my internet reputation. <laughs> and so your outbreak is on your mouth or is it on it's your? Ge- it's genital. It's genital. Yeah. Okay. And so HSV one can be both because mm-hmm. i assume that hsv1 was just type oral two was type 2 was general so that's what people think but what okay. it has to do is it, it has to do with where it's hosted in your body like where oh. on your spine it is and hsv1 i believe is towards the top of to the, towards the top of your body and it's okay. usually associated with oral herpes and you get cold sores and things like that but you can have um either strain in either place i think oral hsv2 is very very rare but yeah you can have hsv1 genitally and it's actually on the rise among women especially in college because of all the oral sex that they're having which like go ladies like yes but make sure your partner's not having a cold sore um okay yeah that okay no common misconception that's good to know and so yeah i I also didn't know that you could get it when someone wasn't having an outbreak Mm -hmm. yes um because yeah. mandy's got a friend who was saying oh yeah she doesn't I, so, tell so i have she's... two i have two friends um and we've openly talked about it um and that was my first question is like so do you tell people that you have sex with because at the same time they're both girls that condoms aren't fun like they're, they they yeah. it doesn't feel right i don't like how it feels and i'm just like bro but you know you have herpes and both of them do not tell their partners and so it's just like i know and it's just like but they both date black men and clearly you've been reading these usher comments and so i want to get into that as well um just how maybe it may be more accepted in what i don't want to say white culture like i don't want to make this a race thing but for sure we are we are a lot more yeah and we are a lot more 
uneducated and ignorant when it comes to these type of things, especially the things we say and how hurtful I we can I think it comes be. to that, just the ignorance, yeah. The ignorance, yeah, for sure. Um, so I guess I can bring it up because I, I want to bring this into mm-hmm. how you, you know, go now through you dating you've been with it. feeling... I don't know if you'd use the word shaming yourself. What did you just say? I've just been feeling icky and like down right. on so it. Right. So I want to ask you, yeah. why is that? Yeah. Because you've been this advocate for it. You've gotten so much positive feedback. Now the Usher thing comes out. And for you guys who don't know, if you've been sleeping under a rock, um, <laughs> it just came out that Usher paid a woman $1.1 million um, because she contracted herpes from him. He's been positive. There's court docs showing that he was tested positive in 2009. So he's known that. There's now been a second female that since this information has come out has now sued him and is asking for $20 million <laughs> because she just went and got tested. I might take the herpes for that, Ridiculous. bro. Bitch. Oh, yeah. I'm taking herpes for a million. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Um, but she she's suing. She, I wish what, I had bro? twenty million. Get the fuck out of here, y'all! <laughs> right? Y'all really not gonna have herpes for a million dollars, anyway. Yeah. Um, so now there's someone else suing, um, saying, "Hey, I slept with Usher. I want twenty million because I just mm-hmm. got tested positive." However, I've had the conversation with friends, and just just like you said, you can't. You especially if you're not tested for it. Um, and the doctor that came on, Doctor Kim, who you guys love. She said that they're not really testing for it unless you maybe get a pap smear. Mm-hmm. And I believe it was your TED talk. You said you've heard it was expensive or well, a lot talk of doctors. Sure. Testing. So a lot of doctors won't test you for herpes, even if you ask, because they think that if you have it and you're asymptomatic, you're better off not knowing that you have it because Which the is stigma so is so powerful. And like a lot of people suffer from mental health issues after they get diagnosed because it's so devastating the news because the stigma is so bad so there are a lot of doctors who are like hey it's not going to infect your it's not going to freudian slip affect your life um (laughs) and if you're not having symptoms like clearly you're not you're not feeling anything negative you don't need to be on medication for that we're just not going to test you like we're not if you have an outbreak come and we'll give you a cream but other than that you don't need to know yeah and and the other thing is that the testing itself makes no sense and because it's there are a bunch of different ways to get tested you can get a culture taken from a store which is Mm -hmm. yeah which is pretty reliable testing it was just like it might just be like a weird skin thing that they can take a culture from or or whatever it is but so mine didn't have mm -hmm. mine was just like regular cd testing and then she swabbed and took well it's a if you were getting a pap um Mm -hmm. that's what dr kim said that during your pap they will test you because it's a yearly Mm -hmm. um but again if you fuck if you fuck 20 guys get it from a store they might be able to get it from from a swab. I'm not entirely sure, but oh, I do okay. know that culture testing tends to be a bit more reliable. Okay. But right. if you're getting like a blood test, it's testing how many, like how prevalent the, the, percentage. the virus is in your body. And yeah, and the percentage. This is where I'm a little confused because I don't have a science brain, but they give you like a numerical score and it give they give you like a window of like, if you're below this amount, like you're probably negative. And if you're above this amount, you're probably positive. And if you're in between, like we don't even know what to tell you. And yeah. I don't test positive for herpes on those. I come in in like the neutral zone they're like we don't know i had a doctor try to tell me i didn't have herpes and i was like bro that ship has sailed like right don't even and he was I like it. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have lived it. It's Google. Don't worry about it. But, um, but like, and he himself was like insisting, no, you probably don't have it because he thought I was better off thinking I didn't have it, even if I did, because the stigma is so bad and the oh, wow. test is so unreliable. So I don't know. I like I've heard a lot of doctors tell me different reasons for why they don't test. I've also had a lot of friends be like, yeah, I demanded a test and they still said no. Yeah. And wow. then I also want to yeah. let the listeners know, like you said, um, like even Dr. Kim said, so it's through a paps, a pap blood or um, the scalpel. Whatever, what'd you say? Scalpel? What? Culture. Culture. The culture. Oh, yes. my bad. Yep. I'm that. like they. Um, <laughs> they so, so when you're going out. in, I do want to mm-hmm. let let our listeners know when you're going in and you're pissing in a cup, that's checking yeah. you for trick, chlamydia, syph- like syphilis, like right. the, not herpes, not herpes. So even though that test could come back clean and negative there's still a possibility if you do not ask or request for a herpes test. So going back to the Usher thing, mm-hmm. this lady finds out that she's positive. Um, and because she slept with Usher, apparently he had to be the one to give it to her. That's um, where I'm like, bitch, I don't believe you. I like, want to know legally if she has a case. I So the frustrating thing is that in certain states, like it is technically illegal to um, have sex with someone and know your status and not tell them that's considered I thought illegal. that was just with HIV, though. Um, it is, but it, it does. I think it does apply to other STDs, STDs. when they are okay. like lifelong. Like herpes isn't curable, right? Um, right. But I was it's gonna primarily, say I'm yeah, it's primarily the HIV criminalization laws, which I think are trash and not effective, and just add to stigma. And I have a lot of feelings about that. But okay, so she may have a case, but at the same time, like it is so hard to prove how like when you got when herpes, you got it, who yeah. gave it to you because it could have like, just been sitting in your body right yeah Absolutely. and a lot of people get it as kids is the thing and like never know about it never get tested never show symptoms because it's cold sores like you get it from a family member who kisses you on the mouth and like, it's so my sister it's so growing up my sister um actually I'm like are you about to fucking call one of your sisters it doesn't, right well no she, every, like whatever um but she get got cold sores I have friends that get cold oh, sores. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And when you call them cold sores, it's not bad, but, but they're, they're herpes. herpes. <laughs> um, so if you get a and cold you can sore. give someone genital herpes. Oh, absolutely. Herpes and I have friends yeah. that get cold sores, and it's like, bitch, keep you your can, lipstick. So if I didn't have genital herpes and I had a cold sore. And you gave someone head, you can give them absolutely. Wait, no. If you have genital herpes and you give someone head, you can't transmit because you no, don't have it. No, but orally. if you have it in your mouth. If you have it orally so and if you have never someone, had yes. genital herpes. I've mm-hmm. never had it. I've just had a cold sore because yes. I have, I've had a cold sore in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Not recently. So you but- probably have HSV1. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all want to see the look on her face. Well, anyways, I want to get back to the story because my sister. <laughs> Well, my sister. It'll be okay. Right? It will be freaking out. See? You know what the fuck is happening? Oh my god. Am I tearing up? Yes, you're tearing up. Oh my god. Well, my sister has it too, so join the club with her. Oh my god. Uh, wait, so wait, wait, wait. No, wait. we're not going to get into the secret society. society. Right, the secret society. <laughs> Welcome. I've totally been tested and I didn't get. I mean, it didn't come back. Is it? I mean, that's well, the thing is, like, it, you might not test positive for it, and you're you might not be at any risk of transmitting. I wonder it either, if it's because but, it hasn't yeah. been since I've been a teenager. Well, I don't. Well, my sister used to get them really bad growing up to like where she would miss school because she'd have one and then it would spread. Mm-hmm. And we and literally teenagers are horrible. And and, and when you're young, yeah. especially because your immune system mm-hmm. is different, so it would literally we would you're be stressed. in the house and it would be like, okay, girl, here's your cup, your spoon, and your fork for the week. Don't touch anything so else I've never had because anything that intense. It's just been like the. But even my, my other friend, we was just going out and she had one and she was trying to, I was like, girl, there's a Breva in the, in the goddamn cabinet. <laughs> like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, get it off. It's not that serious. But, and, and so it's crazy because something else you mentioned. So you see how easy it was to talk about it as a cold sore mm-hmm. as opposed to herpes. It scared me. It's so crazy because you open your TED talk, like who in here has allergies? I loved it. And I absolutely loved it. I was like, eggs, Ella, eggs. (laughs) (laughs) And then she goes to say, who in here has herpes? And there's not one. Literally no one. Literally not one (laughs) hand raised. Did they know what you were going to talk about? The audience? Yeah. No. Which was great. They weren't, nobody introduced me. I just like rolled on up on the stage. It was like a, like a college organized event. So they, they were great, but they didn't, there was a lot of, not a lot of stage craft. So I was was going to say, I noticed you, there were things that you said were funny and they didn't laugh till a little bit after. I Mm -hmm. I could tell it's because they were like, holy shit. Oh my God. It was also like 10 a.m. on a Saturday. So everyone in that room was hungover. It was kind of amazing. So that might've been part of it, but no, people were genuinely, no, 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 they enjoyed you, but I noticed that for, I could. I don't know if I it was, was watching tense. you. There was or, tension. Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. 
So, wow. Do you want to talk? So <laughs> I don't even know if I, I can talk. What? Right now, now I, she's I, I lost. need to text a few people right now. I, so, <laughs> for, sorry, so, sorry. So, so I do want to ask you, be, and again, bringing back to the Usher thing, you've yes. been reading the comments, you've been feeling icky. Mm-hmm. Clearly, people are shaming the shit out of him and saying his oh, life is ruined yeah. now. Well, the what, other what thing has been, is they're like oh, lumping yeah, it in with terrible. R. Kelly, which is pissing me off. They're like, <laughs> R. Kelly is a sex cult, and Usher has herpes, and I'm like, those two are not. Which the same one thing. would you rather do? Yeah, yeah, yeah bro. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's literally been like, would you rather have herpes and one point and I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie oh you weren't but I, I did I sent it in my group chat with my homegirls so I said you gotta pick one so I said a would you rather have herpes with 1.1 million dollars <laughs> or would you rather be in a sex cult where you can't talk to any of your friends or family or <laughs> b would you rather be pregnant and being cheated on by someone who's shorter than you because apparently Kevin Hart was cheating on this his wife the worst would you rather <laughs> I'm gonna definitely not go with c because preg- like baby- pregnant like you can never ever Being ignore cheated? it, and yeah. I feel like herpes. Obvious, you, it's Apparently, you can you, ignore so. it. Apparently, a million dollars, get, I can ignore that shit real nice in Fiji. Apparently, you're still <laughs> getting freaking Tinder dates. So, oh, I'm doing fine. <laughs> oh, so and so, and this is what I want our listeners to know: if for whatever reason you do get tested and you have this um, positive result. Don't stalk Ella like I did to find her and ask her all these questions, <laughs> but do a Google search yeah. and do like. It, psychologically it will to- do your due gil- your due diligence to um <laughs> the, j- 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 to inform yourself on <laughs> the things j- the same way that that you did and i wanted to ask you of all the comments that you've seen um because i'm sh- you know it's making you feel icky what has been the worst part of what people normally say about herpes like what is something that has stood out to you as far as oh my god people still really think like this oh man so I should preface this by saying like I get a lot of harassment online because I write a lot about feminism as well as sexual health and like the men's rights activists and the alt-right like they love me because it's a great example of like these feminists be crazy they're preaching herpes acceptance so I see a lot of like horrific stuff on the daily um but just in terms of the usher stuff like you're on twitter it's there oh yeah 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 I'm sure you guys have experienced like all sorts of horrible stuff online too oh horrible horrible it's it's scarring so i've like definitely read my fair share of like really horrific things people say about herpes but even in the context even in the context of the usher thing like because he's a celebrity and all of the other many things that make it okay to make fun of Usher, like, even publications I respect have been just, like, leaning hard into this story because it's so salacious. And, like, Vice ran a story that was, like, would you have sex with Usher and get herpes for a million dollars? And they interviewed people on the street, and they found, like, eight people. And it was just, like, Vice, you should know better. Like, you've interviewed me about this. Yeah. And my favorite part was all the people were, like, fuck no, I wouldn't do that. And it's, like, statistically, you already have it. All of you. You just said no to a million dollars. And having sex with Usher which like I would probably do anyway so <laughs> I know that's seriously, right seriously guys you know what's funny I was having that conversation with myself like but I just wouldn't have said it out loud and I was like <laughs> I'm not gonna lie like I just kind of feel like why would I you? feel like yeah. there's quite a few it, it, so listeners if you're listening well clearly you're listening at this point if you're sitting there think of your celebrity crush and I just think to yourself oh John Snow would he's you, getting it would you have sex with him knowing that they have herpes. and the thing is all of your favorite celebrities have herpes all, <laughs> all of them like Boom. i have done my research like all of them have herpes britney spears has herpes Derek jeter has herpes Derek jeter's rumored to have given it to like everyone like which all is probably why he used to give them gifts he, he used to do gift baskets I to the girls but yeah he, he he literally used to <laughs> all everyone who dates him used to get a gift basket probably with some feltrex in there like <laughs> yeah no like all of your favorite celebrities have herpes even like sweet robin williams had herpes like everyone oh. billy idol had has herpes like oh. they all do and the thing is like if you think about it that way You're like, like okay i fuck him i fuck him yeah <laughs> anyway so like the moment i learned about that i, st- I started to be like oh this is kind of ridiculous and the other thing like i've had i've had like hot co-workers or like hot classmates these people who i've been like oh my god this person is so gorgeous i wish they would talk to me and they've like asked me out for lunch after watching my talk and i've been like oh i finally have my chance with this and they're always like so i have herpes and i've never told anyone but you and my oh, mom and my girlfriend wow. and i'm like this is mind-blowing because i'm like you are like the most fuckable person i know <laughs> and they carry like so much shame and self-doubt and i'm like what is fucking wrong with you but it's like, literally it's literally what what i think goes on with the ignorance that i said in our community is people caring what everyone thinks reaction that was like i can't do this i had one person turn me down but he said that he had just gotten over chlamydia and he was like i can't do it again (laughs) 
only rejection oh, I've actually shit. had. <laughs> that yeah. was, that's fair then. <laughs> he was still probably popping his I antibiotics. I, I almost get it. It's just like even not even it's just the fear. Like I I I can't. And the thing is, like, there have probably been people who have like been interested in me and changed their minds. Like I'm sure there have been people who have been like, Ella's really gorgeous or I think she's really smart, but I can't do that. But I like to the point where I've actually approached someone, I've never actually been turned down because they've already like decided in their brain. My favorite story, and I tell this in, in my talk, but Share it like, with us, the baby. longer version is kind of more fun. I was at a party my senior year, like six months after getting diagnosed, like freshly single, like feeling really good about myself but also super nervous and I, this really cute guy was flirting with me at a party super gorgeous and this like case of norovirus like this super flu had gone around campus and he asked me if if um he if I wanted the rest of his Heineken and I was like you don't have norovirus do you right because everybody was puking in trash cans he was like no and I, I also don't have herpes and I just looked at him and I was like <laughs> I was like do I say something? Like, do I laugh? Do I walk away? Like, clearly is there's this my moment? This is a problem. And I was just like, that's like not that funny because I have it and it's really common. And he just looked at me and like you could see on his face like he I just blew went. it with this amazing girl. And Aww. that moment of him being like, wow, I'm such a dick. And he immediately, to his credit, he immediately apologized. And I saw later him like Googling herpes transmission statistics on his phone. <laughs> Like I no caught him doing way. it. Awesome. Yeah. No. Yeah. I and love that. We had sex that weekend, and then you dated almost a year. Yeah. yeah. I, I loved that when I heard that. Today. I that like, is awesome. Yeah. yeah. And there was a point, like a few months into our relationship, where he was like, "Look, I'm just going to assume that I have it. I don't really <laughs> care. Like, it doesn't bother me. Like, I love you. Don't worry about it." Because we had had a conversation Aww. where I was like, "I'm really nervous that if I do transmit to you, you're going to hate me." And he was like, "How the hell could I do that? You're like the love of my life. You're amazing. It's and- not a thing." If it happens, it happens. And it's it's really because everyone's body is different. And you do say that all the time. But even you, it's the outbreak. Those pictures are disgusting. Yeah. But yet in three or four years, you had two outbreaks. I've had two. And they haven't been fun. Like, I don't enjoy them. They are having herpes. If you do have like an active strain. The first outbreak was hella painful. I'm not going to like, I'm not going to pretend it wasn't. It was like peeing glass. It was terrible. I hated it. And your first, your first outbreak sucks. Like it, that is how it goes. And then it gets easier usually. And there's some people who have like more, um, more severe cases who have have outbreaks more often. Like some people, it, it isn't fun. I, I've gotten some criticism for like making herpes sound super chill. Like it's not, but the vast majority but of the time. But it's also not there all the time yeah, constantly exactly and okay. compared to like other things that you can have wrong other skin conditions other health conditions yeah, like, i would right. I was gladly choose herpes over almost anything in the world so yeah for something incurable, I've had more, right yeah i've had more sev- severe like head colds like sinus now does this like, mean um because i was like trying to read a little bit more um so i'm 26 mm-hmm. and i'm just now getting gardasil um apparently I can't find in any doctor, uh, I mean, in any old, like, records that I've ever had it. I what is Gardasil? Gardasil is the HPV, HPV prevention. Vaccine. Right. Well, and I don't even know I how you're I allowed did. to get it because I actually was. Because I'm not 27 yet. Well, no. I was looking that you could, it's something that you should have been given as a teenager, mm-hmm. and you have up to 24 to, to get it. They told me really? that at 26 yeah. you could, but. No, I, I just looked this up. So there is a vaccine, and it's so funny because. Well, you va- can't, it's not covered by insurance anymore. That's well, what you well, mean. Well, not only, uh, well, no, not no, only. No, it's not. After, no, but it's, after a certain age, after 24, it's not. Yeah, well, not only that, also, apparently, it's something in which doctors don't even suggest. It, it should be given to us, like, how we get our They're hep A or hep B like, Right. And so when I looked up this vaccine, so there is a vaccine that you can get if, when you're younger. For um, HPV. For, HP, for, for HPV, mm-hmm. which yes. I, Which I wanted to bring up because I heard that it... Go ahead. So the thing about it is doctors stay away from recommending this vaccine as they do the hep A, the hep B, the tetanus, whatever, because they consider HPV to be sexually transmitted. Ugh. And it's something that's uncomfortable to talk about with children or they don't feel like they need to be vaccinated for something because it's sexually transmitted and so it's something that they don't recommend parents to take like there's three rounds of shots so um that's it before i went to cuba i turned 26 this year in um, march before i went to cuba 30 dollars. she's like i'm just gonna let you know i'm really sorry but your next round is going to cost you $380. Whoa. Called Dr. Kim. I'm like, um, in Canada. <laughs> so, so actually, I'm going to Japan because my ne- it's every three months. So my next one, I'm going to buy it in Japan. Cool. Okay. I'm just going to get the name of the uh, vaccine, whatever it is, and buy it there. Because, you know, in Asia, drugs are cheaper. But I'm put that shit right in my booty. Uh, so, so do you happen to know, you said HPV is not herpes. Nope. Different, different viruses. 
So HSV is herpes. Mm -hmm. HSV is herpes simplex virus. Herpes simplex. So this Mm -hmm. HPV is preventing what? I just read um, a few things about, uh, obviously men can't find out if they have HPV. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, and they host in women. And I believe a comedian, Ali Wong, said it's either the kind that's just dormant in your body or it can fucking kill you and give you cervical cancer and sometimes herpes. Or warts. And that's what what Dr. Kim said as well. Like HPV can lead to cancers. Mm -hmm. Um, But... So the warts are not herpes then? No. Wow. I didn't know that. Different things. Okay. Just warts. (laughs) Just HPV symptoms. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like I just got schooled and you're not a doctor. Yeah. I mean, we get, well, (laughs) this isn't, this is my expertise. And and again, well, this goes to her Googling and taking initiative to, to look up these things. God, what are you talking about on dates? Which is what I'm sure you're really fun. All I want to do do is have like a long conversation about Harry Potter on a date. Like that's all I want to talk about. Did you see there's two new books coming out in October? I did see that. I have a lot of opinions and I want to talk about that on a date instead of herpes. <laughs> anything to do talk they all about bring Harry it Potter. up no i mean it depends i think the tedx i mean yeah. that is like to me i don't know if you guys know if, if you don't mind explaining i know you work for them now i, mm-hmm. I saw it on your linkedin because we stalked you if you could <laughs> I, I did wait and then the funny thing is i thought we lost her for good because she didn't respond to my email the first day so i go on twitter and i'm like hey can all of y'all at and put her at <laughs> no, you and tell her to come on the podcast i did she's like can you please not do that i said oh my god i'm so sorry but she responded so i was like okay we're getting yeah. somewhere um, <laughs> and she mad but and, and literally i'm at work today she was like girl did you check the email i was like i i literally was so happy because i definitely wanted to bring you on the show to talk about this and and here you go bringing light to such a dull dark. dim dark <laughs> Topic, I guess. Honestly, I was. You guys just diagnosed me. I'm scared as fuck. <laughs> I'm about to go online and just be like, just to give you guys a warning. Um, I... this communal blunt. <laughs> um, the following is a high five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. Welcome to Burger Yippee. Would you like a hot apple pie today? Yes, yes, yeah, I won. Woohoo! So that's a yes on the apple pie. I just went big time playing High Five Casino on my phone. Real cash prizes, free daily rewards, over twelve hundred games. Yeah. So yes or no on the apple pie? Woo! <laughs> I won again. I'll take that as a yes. Drive around. Have you had your high five moment today? Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, okay, so I, now I want to kind of get off this. Oh, why don't we do some listener questions? Well, yeah, so I have, <laughs> I um, like, oh, so we have Ho-Mail. Yes. Um, and this one I think is good um, because it kind of brings us back to not so whorish ways, I guess. Um, <laughs> so it says, warning, this is a long one, forgive me. Please keep me anonymous. Girl, you know we are. So I just wanted to say that this podcast has really helped me confront a lot of insecurities regarding sexual desires and relationships. I'm probably on the complete opposite end of the spectrum, girl, we know, but I just wanted to know if you guys could give me some advice about navigating sex and dating as a 23-year-old virgin. So she's a virgin, guys. It's kind of embarrassing sometimes, but I'm a late bloomer and just lost a lot of weight in the past few years, so I've avoided sexual relationships for my entire life simply because I was uncomfortable in my own skin for so long. I'm super sex positive when it comes to supporting others, and I want to have fun and experience new things so badly, but it's hard to just jump in when you're so behind everyone else your age. I'm attracted to both men and women, and not to toot my own horn, but I could be sleeping with several people who are still interested in me, even after finding out that I'm hella inexperienced. 
If you guys were in my situation, what would you do? How do I calm down enough to let somebody in? Literally. My biggest <laughs> my biggest fear is that I'll just be some funny story they tell or someone they'll regret they'll regret sleeping with later. By the way, you guys can read this on the show. Um, thank you again for being so open and honest about your lives. It's really inspired me to grow and learn about myself. Oh, I yay. love that emergence of it. Because yeah. can I just say when I read this uh, email, I was so confused because I was like, I don't know if you give the advice to someone to get it over with or to take your time. Um, so I actually wrote her um, because I felt like, you know, this was something I, who knew when we were going to read this on the show. Um, and my advice to her was first off to make sure she was comfortable with herself and doing it because she wanted to do it. Mm-hmm. I told her, don't feel like you have to have sex to validate yourself because everyone else is doing it, it or because it's going to make you feel special because I'm not even going to lie. If I could go back and tell my young self something it would literally be that sex is not going to keep a man. It's not going to make a guy like you more. It's not going to make a guy stay. It's not going to you having sex with him. Isn't going to make him like you like it, like you any more than he already does. And so my advice to her was to make sure that when she goes and has sex, however nasty she want to do it, it's probably going to be terrible actually the first time because you don't even know what it feels like. Um, But I told her to make sure she wanted to do it and she wasn't doing it to please someone else. Do you have, you know, you were in college having fun and we've been having fun since we were fucking 16 with fake IDs. So <laughs> what would you, what, what advice would you give her yeah. um, for someone, you know, a virgin wanting to get out there sure. and of course to be safe? Yeah, no, it's funny. I've had this conversation recently with a lot of my friends who are in their middle 20s and either like are really inexperienced or haven't had sex or like feel like they haven't as, as much sex as other people. Like mm. I have had this conversation like five times in the last six oh, months. Oh, wow. So I feel like, first of all, you are not alone. Like I know everyone is constantly talking about sex and it's sex mm-hmm. is everywhere and sex is in the media and it's like unavoidable, but you're not weird. You're not strange. Like you're not delayed. Like this is, this is just your life and, and you're living it how you choose to and you're doing what you want and do not feel abnormal. Don't, don't listen to that pressure. Like you're fine. <laughs> you're totally fine. That's a good thing. Cause it, you do kind of like feel like, Oh my God, I'm weird. Yeah. What's and wrong like, with me? I didn't lose my virginity until I turned 18 and like I was in my high school. Like I desperately wanted to have the sex. The condom passing girl. Yeah. I, I was like it. giving <laughs> condoms out. I would like bring f- friends to CVS to buy. I was the person who bought everybody plan B. Like I was everybody's sex girl, friend. Girl you was rich in high school because them in... things is not cheap. <laughs> I think you mean going up to the counter. Oh okay. Like, yeah. You bought it for them. Okay. Yeah. I'd be yeah, like you, give you, me your money and I will you go buy you. You touched me a little the Planned Parenthood thing because I would volunteer to drive girls without a license to get abortions. And to get abortion. <laughs> for real, because, dude, listen, I still go to Planned Parenthood to get birth control mm-hmm. just to put my money back into the system. And even when I'm walking up, if it's a Tuesday, because that's the day they do abortions in Soho, mm-hmm. there's women getting ready to come for me. And I'm like, hold up, bitch. <laughs> even if I was, yeah. you going to take care of this motherfucking baby? Oh, and God forbid you talked about a bitch on welfare. Let me just have this baby. And then what? <laughs> and then when this motherfucking ass go to jail, because I haven't been around. Like, right. I'm telling you, people just judge so much. But yeah. when I was doing that in high school, people were like, it's because she's a slut. It's because she's had abortions, blah, 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 blah. And it's just that same thing. It's like mm-hmm. you can't advocate for something if you're. Right. Yeah. And people that's make really so like many assumptions. Her. You're listening yeah. to horrible decisions. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Mandy pissed on a guy. <laughs> I fucked two guys in one day and talked about how I went over there to dominate one of them. Yeah. Like we've definitely talked about everything. I, but I think I did fuck two guys in one day. You I did. just lied about that one. Lover boy. Asked, Oops. <laughs> Look at you. Lie. I don't think he listened to that. He only listens to like the first 20 minutes. I hate you. <laughs> well, 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 he for, stopped. He stopped listening when you were like, I have cold sores. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I need to hit pause on this. Oh, <laughs> that was a little mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I hate her. I take it back. <laughs> You know, you came in all fucking nice. Oh, with your Cinderella-looking face. Jesus. Yeah, I'm Ella, and I'm just, you know, I'm down here. The NSF is now the game over. And I'm like, shit. Oh, God. Uh, oh, no. Let me see. I'm trying to think. Do you have Do you have one that you could read through really quick or no? I did. Um, one about him, and I kind of want your input on relationships like this, too. I sent it to Mandy. This girl wrote me on Snapchat and said... Uh, <clears throat> love the show been listening since day one and I love what you guys have going on so I have a quote unquote lover boy of my own too not a boyfriend somebody with mutual feelings we care about each other still finding our own way into something more serious but for now it's open and we really like it 
My question is, do you share the dates you go on? Do you enjoy it? Does he ever get jealous of the women? Do you feel like you have to include him? I feel like the guy I'm dating only wants to see it if he's in, if he's included in it. Like mm-hmm. me dating a girl without him is, you know. I want to have an example of how this works, but I'm really curious to know the other side. Can you ask him? Does he actually like you dating or does he put up with it so he could do his thing too? That's what she mm. asked me. Hmm. So I sent him the question. He wrote me back and he said. This is lover boy that answered the question for the reader. So yeah. For uh, the listening. I don't get jealous when you're with other girls because that's what you like to do. And I want you to enjoy it. I don't have to join in, but I like to know when you do it and how it went. Makes me feel good to know, like, you know, you had a good time. Then he said, I'd probably join one day. Um, as far as the guys, we know that he was not here for you dating other guys, however. Uh-huh. So. I, th- I brought it up in the car. <laughs> I was like, you know, I've been thinking about, all right, well, you know, they're dead. So I was like, okay, I guess we'll talk about it later. But being bi is very fun. Right? <laughs> it's Absolutely. What do you think about that, though? Like, um, she was saying she wants an example of how this is going to work. They're being open with each other. Do you think that open relationships means every, every detail? No, I don't think it has to. I've been in open relationships before as well. And I think that okay. every couple finds what they're comfortable with. What every comfor- couple finds absolutely. what they want. Like I've been, I was in an open relationship for a while with somebody who like same situation. Like we adored each other. We were super close. The sex was amazing, but we were in very different places in our lives and geographically. So it like, it wasn't a thing that we would be committed to each other. And I get so jealous. Like it's not cute. <laughs> so and what made you do the open relationship then? I wanted you, him in my life, but it wasn't. I'm not good at long distance. He wasn't. No, good. that's like, right. That's a very good answer. That's yeah. kind of my. I like what that. I'm going through. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I just don't like, want to like leave but, him alone. Yeah. But I will tell you this though, I can't say that I don't enjoy him dating other women. That sounds really weird, but I don't think it's weird. It's just everybody's different. And I was gonna every, say because yeah. to me, I would be okay with a relationship, even long distance or whatever. Um, but unless I ask. I don't want to know that you're on dates. I yeah. don't want to know what other women are on your phone. Like, I would be okay having an open relationship with where I know what you're doing, but I don't want to know mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like, yeah. so he's the opposite. Right. Like, he likes he's the play opposite. by plays on my dates. Like, if I go in the bathroom, I think there was like a time where I'm like, oh my God, she kissed me and blah, blah, blah happened and it was exciting. And he likes that. And he did the same for me. He sent me a picture of a girl right. he was on a date with. And I was like, that's right. And did like a play by. And I'm not even lying. Immediately. She was so pretty. And I was like, her fucking eyebrows suck. They weren't that bad, you know, <laughs> but like, that's what we do. That's how I internalized it. Mm-hmm. But I just wonder, can women be in open relationships? Because what you said, do you think that was settling? I don't think it was settling. I think it was a conscious decision. I was okay. about to say, if yeah. you literally can look you at be it, in one if, you're jealous? Well, if you look at it, there's three women sitting here. We've all pretty much admitted to being in that same situation in yeah. that same relationship. And I think all of us internalize what we can accept and what we won't accept Mm -hmm. and i think for her it absolutely can work but there needs to be the key apparently to everything we talk about is this communication yes like talk about your test results um but also (laughs) (laughs) but also talk about like what you are willing to accept in a relationship what you will allow and what you won't allow and you have to be able to compromise and have a middle ground and know that that's what both of you guys are okay with period Right. So and it's, it's okay to also change your mind too and be like, actually, this feels kind of weird. weird. I don't want to know this, or I do want to know what you're doing, but I don't want to know this. Like, I like that it's answer. Okay to, yeah, because okay that's what. Yep. Yeah, Weezy being her goddamn feelings, and I'd be like, bitch, that's not what you signed up for. <laughs> so you go ahead and let them know you're revising the list. <laughs> <laughs> actually, me and Mandy got in a fucking blowout <laughs> fight. Like last after we recorded last. I actually, I didn't give a fuck about her and Love Boy. I said, we, we probably didn't, we didn't talk for like a week. Oh no. I, to the, you text me something like, oh, you didn't show up at the gym. And I was like, bitch, you thought we were friends? <laughs> like I was so yeah. mad. And but... then that, and then that pissed me off because I died. She had me go into a CrossFit thing. Do you see my thick ass? I like spin. Put me on a fucking bike. I died and was hurting three days after I worked out of this shit <laughs> to the point where I was going to walk out. Mm-hmm. I was like. Um, the water fountain I'm gonna go she's like oh it's in the corner I was like shit I can't leave the room (laughs) (laughs) I was planning an escape but But we got in a fight because I was talking to Dr. Kim who's our (laughs) guest and who's asking me about how my comfortability with this relationship and the truth that I hate to admit is for me with the open relationship I'm just gonna keep it real in my mind I need to feel like she's in control no like I am the more important one and knowing that, knowing that I'm the one that whether you see more often or you're making effort to contact and be with or make effort to just, you know, keep it 
I gotta be. It's embarrassing to say it like this, but main chick. And if right. I'm not, then I'm not kind of interested anymore. That's pretty normal. Like for the polyamorous community, it's the idea of having a primary. You have a primary partner, and then you have secondary the, partners yeah. or other relationships. Like right. the in the relationship I was in, I was like, I we didn't really use the term primary and secondary, but I knew like. I'm the person he loves. Like, I'm the person who knows all of his, like, weird baggage. I know, like, we we know each other in that way, and I wasn't threatened by anybody else. I was like, you can that's do whatever it. you want. You can yeah. fuck whoever you want. But at the end of the day, I know that I'm the person that's closest. And I, I think that hierarchy is probably what keeps mm-hmm. him feeling okay, too. I love that. Yeah. I love that. So well, I think the advice for um, our listener, yeah, for sure. Is to go ahead and just communicate it and figure mm-hmm. out what your boundaries are, what you'll accept yeah, and what boundaries. you won't. And Again, communication, which apparently has been the key to everything yes. that we do. Like, Are you bi, by the way, Ella? I am. Are you? I'm new about it, too. I really? came out last year. And it's funny, like, going back to the question we had about virginity and experience, like, with men, I don't give a shit. Like, I am so confident. I know exactly what oh to do. God, like, I'm not intimidated. <laughs> and with women, I'm just like, you're really pretty. Like, I, I don't know how <laughs> yeah. to do anything. I've never done anything sexually. It's like starting from square one. I feel like I'm 12. You still and haven't done anything sexually. Not yet, no. So it's like, it's so, the idea of an experience is so relative because there are some ways in which I've done everything. And Doesn't there's some the kissing ways where I'm like, feel like, well, I'm sure you kissed, right? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Okay. Like my first, like when I knew the girl kisses, holy shit. Whole like, other level. What the fuck? It's like, I'm, I'm like shaking. <laughs> Sometimes it still happens to me, even with girls I've already been with. Oh, wow. It's so exciting. So if you guys will wrap up the show and what we'll do is we'll leave our listeners with kind of something to think about. So if you could give our listeners one moral of the story or one thing to think about or, you know, drop a drop a gem. What would you leave our listeners with? Oh, my God. So much pressure. That was a lot of pressure. (laughs) I know it was. I just thought it would be nice to kind of end it with a bang. Like I and well, I guess. Can I guess I can you go? I can try. Okay. I mean, I feel like the the biggest jaw dropper I ever say is like, you probably have herpes. You will probably get herpes. Like it's a thing. Think about it now. Like it's terrifying. Yeah. And if you guys want to look on YouTube, the the which I love the title. Um, it's it's like herpes is not a consequence. It's It's inevitable. inevitable. Yeah. (laughs) STIs. Yeah. STIs. Yeah. Um, and so Mm -hmm. again, I think you guys um definitely look her up. Listen, you guys can probably type in Ella and it'll pop up. Um, (laughs) but Ella Dawson D A W S O N. Mm -hmm. Um, read her articles. She's in Women's Health Magazine, which is where I found her. Um, she's pretty popping. Like she's lit, and we're across from her, and she's awesome. (laughs) Um, I want to go ahead and let you guys know as well. To continue sending us your letters. We love it. I also want y'all to um give me my props. I think I did well with not over talking our guest today. You tried. Which I did really well, actually. I was super proud of myself. So I am listening to critiques. I'm listening to all of your reviews. We read it. We talk it out. And we're still new, guys. We're working on getting better. So go ahead and continue emailing us at decisions at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram. Can they, do you want them to follow you? Do you, yeah, yeah follow of course. Yeah, follow me on Twitter. I get she, it. She's yeah, a fucking, she, she, already. she has a fucking blue check mark. So you guys can follow her. Damn. Yeah, it bro, she's fucking you, verified. I work in social media, so I have an in. Oh, well, damn, bitch, we want the blue checks. Do you know how much more dick I would get with a blue check mark? No, let me stop. I'm just playing. It's not, it's not what I want. Actually. An abstinent. <laughs> Um, so where can they find you i'm on twitter at bros and pros because i write pros about bros um yes. bros bros and, and bros pros and pros yeah love it um love it. uh please don't be weird and sexual to me because i will yell at you for it on twitter <laughs> that's so my sorry, only rule because our followers are disgusting. they're pretty disgusting <laughs> and where can they find you wheezy she's such a little <sighs> kind about it <sighs> on bumble there oh swipe all right well guys i'm gonna go ahead and i know we didn't give you a song at the beginning of the show but i do want to drop you a gem on a great song um from kehlani and i think it fits the topic and it's pretty much about loving yourself and knowing who you are before you seek love from someone else um so we'll leave that at the end of the show listen to it her album is dope you can listen to it straight through i'm surprised i didn't know i was going to be a kehlani stan but I actually love her album. So um, we're going to leave that with you guys. And thank you. This has been another episode of Horrible Decisions. That was so much fun. Oh, that was great. Little girl watching her reflection.
The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five, High Five. Casino, Casino. Win at High Five Casino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hello, I'm Dr. Michael Mosley, and I want to let you know about my new immersive BBC Radio 4 podcast series, Deep Calm. It's all about how to tap into and activate a remarkable system that we all have, hardwired inside of us, our relaxation response. And it's been developed to be listened to at any time you want to really unwind. I hope you'll listen wherever you get your BBC podcasts.